Hello and welcome to the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Show. Today I'm talking all about something quite strategic in your business. And whether this is whether you're just starting out, whether you're thinking about it, whether you've been going for a while now, and that is the reliance on social media and getting people off those platforms. You've probably done this though recently. You've either been part of challenges or you've run challenges or Facebook groups where you go live and you go live periodically, but you're finding increasingly that people aren't seeing your lives. I've been part of a number of challenges recently and despite knowing the times, actively wanting to view those lives, to be participating, let's face it, you do a community challenge, you join a Facebook group and hardly anybody shows up. You know, people get busy, something comes up in life. I mean, you know, I've got three kids, so quite often if I'm that committed, I can remember the time it's on. Usually it's like started, it's 15 minutes in and I'm opening my laptop or something going, kids, shush, I just want to listen to this bit. But the point is, if somebody has showed up to listen to you on one of those social media platforms, the last thing you want is for Facebook to have some funny blip where it decides it's not going to show you, it's not going to share it. I mean, the notifications are absolutely dreadful. I remember being part of a challenge once for somebody who's got about 10,000 followers. This person had got in this group something like 3,000 people to join this challenge. And in order for that live to pop up and be notifiable to those 3,000 people in that challenge, they had to ask everybody to do all sorts of emojis. Not just the love hearts and the thumbs up, but also the angry emojis. All range of emotions apparently triggers the algorithm. Well, how ridiculous is that algorithm? I mean, if we're humans and we've joined on a live, it's only if it's some angry debate or some controversial topic that you're going to get people who either are for or against it. Most of the time, the people that have joined your, your challenge is because they want to hear what you've got to say. So when they hear something that resonates, they've got the love hearts and the thumbs up. When they hear something that they don't understand, they might be on Google on another tab, Googling it. The point is... These algorithms are not helpful to you and they're controlling the voice. Who gets to see your messages? There was also a situation recently where somebody managed to get their Facebook group deleted. Imagine if your page gets removed, all the links to your membership get removed. So there's lots of these things that go on. Every periodically, you know, every Instagram or Facebook, you know, all of these companies, they make changes, changes that can rapidly affect your audience, their engagement with you and your future business. So it's really, really, really important. I can't stress enough whether you're just getting started, whether you're partway through the importance of building your own community. And that means just collecting information, contact information about your consumers or your audience so that you can, you can connect with them in another way. Now, I'm a massive pro with email lists. And the reason is people are still waking up every single morning. And one of the closest ways of getting engagement direct to your audience is their email. Email will continue to be a used, a long form used way of connecting with your audience because... Well, the figures show it, but let's face it, where else do we move things to? We have literally channeled most of our post, the things that we used to receive physically in the post, statements and all those things, we've channeled all of it through to our email. So we have to give it an element of priority. 
It's our main way of unlocking all the other accounts. I mean, let's face it, how do you have other accounts? Usually you register an email address. So that source, there's something like there was a statistic that said 56% of people, the first thing they did when they woke up wasn't social media, it was to check their email. So imagine being able to say, hey, to your, your audience, your direct consumer, but also being able to give them a deeper level of connection. It doesn't mean you can't still link it to content on Facebook, to your live as a reminder, to your Instagram account. It doesn't mean it doesn't all build a picture and make you omnipresent for them. It's, in, it's as well as, but it's also a way of protecting your business so that let's say you build up a, lump, a, a group of subscribers, you've had them join your Facebook group and then you collect their email addresses. You want to then send them a confirmation email that they're happy to be part of your email list. But let's say that group dies a death or let's say, you know, you want to survey them or make an offer and you're not sure if the Facebook group is showing them that offer. By you always having their email addresses, every time you want to do a new launch, a new offer, you will be able to send that directly to your ideal consumer. I can't begin to tell you enough how valuable that is. Okay, I can hear some some people questioning here. Well, what about Facebook groups? What about um, WhatsApp groups and Telegram groups? If any of you have ever been part of these groups, then I want to ask you to always think from a consumer's point of view. How do they like to interact with WhatsApp groups? How do they like to interact with Telegram groups? So Telegram is a really big um a big basically app like WhatsApp in the US. So you'll find a lot of American um, coaches and big influencers will use Telegram. If you're part of WhatsApp, it's basically the same thing. Somebody has a few hundred people in a group and you can soon start getting overwhelmed by the amount of chat popping up. And then I ask you contextually, what is the purpose of these apps for you in your business, but also for you personally? How do you use them? Do you use WhatsApp for business things? Do you use WhatsApp for reminders? Do you use WhatsApp for friends? Maybe there's an element of WhatsApp that's great for your coaching business, for people to be able to reach out to you for the next 30 days as part of your coaching package and you would give them advice, but perhaps there's not. So it's a case of thinking about your audience. The main reason I wanted you to take a listen today is because if you have not considered building an email list, collecting emails for your subscribers and you're not thinking about emailing them on a weekly basis to keep checked in and and give them some extra value, then you really, really need to add it to your checklist. And if you need help on getting that set up, then you should contact me. It's Sue Parker. I am Sue Parker over on Instagram. In fact, you should jump on my email list because I've got a fantastic Black Friday offer in relation to this. Take care, folks, and have a fantastic week. And I'll see you again very soon. Bye. Congratulations for showing up and being one of the 8% that actually turn their dreams into reality. I appreciate you for listening and I am committed to helping you improve the quality of your life. For more resources, make sure you check out the show notes underneath. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave me a five-star review. And remember, you are incredible. And if you dream it, you can achieve it.